<sighs> oh, I'm here. Oh, there you are. Yeah, you I'm decided here. to join us today, Chris. Sorry, I had to take care of you. Uh, you so, should take care of until 6.30. At 6.30, you're in that chair in front of that microphone thinking happy thoughts about my penis. <laughs> it's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to a new episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. No, Chris. And today we got two, count them, two movies that are at the wonderful world that you can go watch out there in all the viewing world of either streaming or, or theater yeah. or, or Chris's backyard. You can uh -huh. go watch them in Chris's backyard. You yeah. won't mind. I don't come come. He'll set up a he'll set up a projector. You can sit there right on his porch. Yeah, you, you've it's been great. there a few times when I've done that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 you can hang out with his chickens. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's plenty of cock to hang out with at Chris's house. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the chickens are all hens. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> not sure, sure. Ruin ruin the experience, Chris. Gosh. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, today, two movies that we're talking about. First, uh, Prime Video came out with a movie a couple weeks ago. Uh, for some reason, Chris really wanted to do two documentary movies this week. <laughs> uh, that was Chris. These are both Chris's picks. I had no choice. No, no, I, one I, I, get, I gave you two choices, and you never got back to me, so I made an executive decision. And believe me, everybody, um, my thoughts weren't on what movies am I choosing for the <laughs> podcast in the last, uh, uh, how many days has it been now? Like, 13 days, 11 no, days. Been, How many days since I've seen you last? Talk uh, to you. It's been nine, eight days, nine days, nine days, nine days. Nine days, nine days. So since then, I've been to the bottom part of Texas. I've killed, I don't know what's going on. I think I buried a body out in Texas, dude. I think it was right next to where you grew up. That's anyway, the exhibit that happens when you're being tried for murder. <laughs> anyway, the first movie that we'll be talking about is The Burial, uh, featuring none other than Two Face himself, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, wrong one. Sorry. Yeah, that's definitely the wrong button, bro. A lab report from Austin on that boy by the highway. What was a bullet? There wasn't no bullet. Wasn't no bullet? Yes, sir. There wasn't none. A Wendell? With all due respect, that don't make a lot of sense. No, sir. You said entry wound in the forehead, no exit wound. Yes, sir. You telling me he shot this boy in the head and then went digging around in there with a pocket knife? No, sir, I don't want a picture of that. I don't either. And the first time that they're 40, sure. Yeah, no, Rain, you better have. <clears throat> Rangers in the DEA are headed back out to the scene this morning. You gonna join them? Any new bodies accumulate out there? No, sir. Well, then I guess I can skip it. Yeah, and then went digging around in there. My mom will leave me by myself. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that, that was from a new country. That's a pretty long clip, man. It got to the point where I thought I was watching Killer of the Flower Moon again. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also uh, starring in this movie, The Burial, Jamie Foxx. I would call the man who had me kill another man in front of his son. And he didn't bat an eye. You remember that? Yeah, of course I remember. 
what you said was, was that this is my world. And in my world, you gotta get dirty. So that's what I'm doing. I'm getting dirty. That is from Jingo Ching. Ah, what kind of unchangement did it do? Well, I don't know what you're doing. That's who's next in this movie thing. Ah, um, was anyone else in this? Um, Journey. I'm looking, I'm looking at the list. Give me a second. Stop <laughs> yelling at me. Uh, <laughs> Juno Smollett. My mama would leave me by myself all the time. Say she was going to church. But even then, I knew that was a lie. She always came home, usually with some new man hanging on her arm. Till one day she didn't. That's from Lovecraft Country. Yes, which was a great show. Too bad we'll never see that again. I know, I know. That's what shows we'll never see again. Who, who else in this one? Really uh, I don't want you yelling at me, bro. <laughs> if you can just stop yelling at me today, like you're very aggressive. I What's don't going? Think I'm aggressive. I'm, I'm pretty. Are, are you? I'm pretty jazz radio uh, friendly right now. <laughs> so, uh, also in this movie, uh, Mama Duethi. Do you ever see the the skeleton dance? The one where the skeletons come out of the graves. tape out of my favorite parts and gave it to me for my birthday. What happened to it? I smashed it with a baseball bat. Yeah, so uh, what's what's a Matt Pat in Patterson? Um, I know, right? I was trying to do the chat overlay, but it's not overlaying. It's just yeah. allowing me to okay. put it there. Nice city guy. Boom. Jump in, bro. We're having a good time. Yeah. We just started. Uh, anyway, uh, that is the people for the burial. That's- now, I do have an extra one if you want it. I don't want an extra one. Okay, Let's the next thing. I already got to talk about a half an hour about a fucking movie that took 17 hours of my fucking life Why don't you away. Call, calm down. Anyway. Calm down. <laughs> like, anyway. The next movie, the longest fucking movie you'll ever watch in your entire existence on the planet Earth. That'll make you so bored you'll cry. Killers of the... I'm just kidding. It won't. It's not so boring. It will make you cry. It is Killers of the Flower Moon, featuring the great, the legendary, the man who, like, if it wasn't for him, movies and cinema just would not exist. The one, the only, and I hope you grabbed one of the best movies he ever did. I want Oscar-winning movie. You better picked it. We'll see. Robert De Niro. Fancy talk for a whore. Fancy talk. Oh yeah. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. I got friends in this town, and they tell me things. And I found out some guy down at that campaign headquarters, he found you a job in Washington, D.C. You're going to run off with him, aren't you, Miss Whore? Aren't you, Miss Whore? You are pathetic. Miss Whore, liar, liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. So that is from a boy story. I picked it because Leo is also in that movie. Wow. I thought you'd pick like Deer Hunter, Raging Bull, or or uh, Taxi, or Taxi, or like, uh, well, you know. I wanted to pick something that they could be tied in with another actor he's worked with before. Ah, okay. Uh, the other actor he's talking about um, is the one that's in every Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> in fact, that's one of the facts you'll see playing across the screen uh, later today. And that is the wonderful Leonardo DiCaprio. 
That's fucking him. You stop drinking right now. Alright? Make a promise to yourself you're gonna stop fucking drinking. That little fucking girl. You're gonna show that goddamn Jim Stacy. You're gonna show all of them on that goddamn fucking set who the fuck Rick Dalton is. Alright? Let me tell you something. You don't get these lines right. I'm gonna blow your fucking brains out tonight. Alright? Your brains are gonna be splattered all over your goddamn pool. And that's from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> yes, that 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 was a great movie. And then uh Lily Gladstone was in this film. What do you want? Danny saw you up at the camp. So what? Bet you didn't know Towie was slinging dope for Boo. Who told you that? You did know. You found out she was dealing, you didn't tell me? It's an open investigation. I didn't tell you because I knew you'd do some stupid shit like this. Well, what's your move? Seriously, JJ, what's your fucking move? Far as I can tell, I'm the only one out there looking. And that's from a dance party. It's pretty new, actually. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you just you just stopped in the middle of something. Yes. Uh, oh my god. No, I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know what's going on anymore. All right. Uh, Pick it up, dude. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So was that it? Was that all the people? No, there's, there's one more person in this. Is there? Yeah, it's uh, my I'm boo. sorry. Your, it's my your boo. thing broke. That's your thing went down. So that's uh-huh. why I was I froze. Mm-hmm. And the other person is, oh, yeah, uh, when you don't have Leo or you want to place Leo, here's his lookalike, Jesse Plemons. <laughs> On the way home, I was going to get us some pizza, a couple large pies, maybe a six-pack of beer, some ice-cold beer. Does that sound good? You earned it today. You definitely did. That is from El Camino. El Camino. I had a much longer version of that clip, but Neil's uh, bitching me about the length of the clip, so I just cut it where it sounded. I good. mean, you know, we're we're just only trying to do an hour today, not a what? whole seventeen hours. Oh, is it because next week you're doing the Marvels and it will take I don't know three hours to get through? I feel like this episode definitely took me more hours no, than what Marvel's going to be taking me. But, Chris, tell everybody where they can find us. You can find us, at, uh, you can find us online today. You can find us online at net. We're at w2mnet.com. It's w2mnet.com. You'll find our podcast and around a bunch of other ones that people have done. They're great. Uh, we can also, uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook at Facebook.com. Facebook.com slash News Don't Suck Podcast. We're on Twitter, MTS Podcast, and Instagram, MTS Podcast. Hey, if you guys want to give us a, a few, a little, you know, one or two dollars, go to Patreon.com slash News Don't Suck. You'll find us there. Go to uh, Bonfire.com slash News Don't Suck and something new. You'll find merch like when Neil's wearing a shirt. There's shit those things. And uh, it, wherever, you full, wherever you listen to podcasts, go ahead and subscribe. You know, that way you don't have to look for us. It'll just be there waiting for you. Uh, Neil, who are we talking about today? Today we have a local business from the Tulsa area that uh, are good friends of mine. In fact, if you go to this bar, there is a one out of seven day chance that you're going to see me in this bar. And that is the one, the only 
known as Tulsa's own The Brook Alley. Now, The Brook Alley has been around literally since the early 1900s. It is one of the most famous bars in the entire United States for one bar sport. You know what that bar sport is, Chris? Is it darts? No. What is it? The most professional mm. shuffle boards in the entire United States of America. They have had these shuffle boards for decades. They have shuffle board tournaments every Tuesday and Friday evening. Literally, these are like pristine, dude. Like these aren't the kind you see at the VFW, man. These are beautiful, beautiful boards. Now, not just do you get beautiful bo- boards for shuffleboard, but guess what else you get, Chris? What's that? Beautiful women that are bartenders. The women of the lovely Brook Alley are some of the most beautiful bartenders in all of Tulsa area. They make some of the greatest drinks. They are just fabbing like a mofo. Is Literally, that your friend, is that your friend Logan? I don't know what you're talking about. That's just some (laughs) random guy taking a picture with a beer in his hand that is happy with his Chicago Cubs shirt that he might have got at a Wrigley Field Stadium. I was standing next to him at. But this is just another bar in the local Tulsa area. They got pool tables. They now have a bunch of dart boards that they pay $3,700 for each one. I don't know how I know that, but literally it is some of the best drinks, cheap drinks and good people. And you can smoke inside. So there is all the above. Literally. If you are in Tulsa, go to the Brook alley. It is located at the place. I would be reading you. If I kept the page up four, seven, two, six, South Peoria Avenue. It is open at 2 a.m. Literally some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Come on down. Have a good time. The Brook Alley, Tulsa. All right. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's talk about it. Let's get it done. Let's oh, get it over oh, with. You ready uh, for a question. When I was getting in my car today to come to the podcast, I was, I was doing this sort of thing. I was... You keep calling me. He'll keep calling me until I come over. He'll make me feel guilty. This is, this is ridiculous, okay? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, what, I'll go. That's what I did. <laughs> You're a Ferris Bleeder, huh? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I know why you pulled that, because he was in the burial. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we got to talk about it. Let's get it done and over with. And yes, I'll answer all your freaking questions. I was the Flint Clock Club champion oh, this nice past job. weekend. Nice. Uh, for a whole 12 minutes. Um, it felt great. I was amazed. The Flintlock Club is the pirate ship pro wrestling group. Uh, they were amazing. They were good guys. Um, you, were, you, just were, like, you were the champion for 12 minutes. What happened 12 minutes after that? You got the belt. belt. A guy beat me in a pudding-looking <laughs> contest. Pudding-looking. Okay. Yeah, it was a pudding shot, and we had to lick out the cup, and I lost by like half a second. I'm sorry, pal. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm with a fleet called uh, Pirates of the Bleeding Maiden, mm-hmm. which is great. There's yeah. our flag. Yeah. Um, this is what Skull Island, where I was at all weekend, looks like from the outside. Nice. Yeah. Somebody built that in the middle of fucking southern Texas. <laughs> That's where we were getting drunk, doing crazy shit. Like, uh, th- okay, so one night. One night you had to do a table mm-hmm. where you put out alcohol and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you serve people. No, because my team does. Um, can't, uh, are not 
your normal group, we put a table of water and tums out. Yeah. And our shot was a jello shot, like it was a jello mold, and we took it to their tables. Nice. (laughs) I know somebody was moving in that picture, but it's the only picture of our table. In fact, the tent, (laughs) right? If you see behind the th- person that's blurry, you can see me, and that's my tent yeah. right, that I slept in all week. Did someone bring in the bring is- their RV there? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of people bring RVs. That's uh, that's our flag for the sky. And um, I wanted to show you a couple pictures too that I thought you would be cool. But first, here's my crew, mm-hmm. except for minus my wife who was not in the picture yeah, at the time. That's what we're doing. Was in this photo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in a couple of them. I mean, we we uh, I mean, we partied for a while. So, and sometimes, you know, you know. Yeah. But I'm going to show you a couple pictures. I want you to tell me what they have in common. Okay. Okay. Here's one. Yeah, I see. Okay. Okay, don't don't say what it is. Just okay. see what it is. Okay. okay. There's two. Okay. Okay. And there's three. Now with those three pictures, what was the theme? It was pirates not, right? No, no, pirates. It's always pirates because we're pirates. But what was the theme? Vampire of... fire pirates. No. What? Okay, go show me again. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Do you have to tell me? Lost Boys. Oh, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> it was Neverland. Yeah, was yeah. the theme. Yeah. So you got a guy who's dressed up like Robin Williams from Hook. Yeah. Right. You have um. Oh gosh, what the heck's his name? He's the one that becomes the guy, the leader at the end. We suck. We suck. How do we not know this? We are like, we are movies that don't suck and some that do. We are literally a movie podcast. How would you not know the main character, one of the main characters in the movie? We're we're talking about about the Lost Boys. Thud butt. Thud butt. Okay. And then, of course, these two Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I thought that was funny because that's the captain. That's the king of the mm-hmm. pirates. Mm-hmm. And uh, when when we went up, I was just like, I was just sitting there on the bench. I was like, oh, you're fucking lost, boys. I get it. <laughs> and everybody, everybody at the bench at the same time was like, I was wondering why you're dressed like a vampire. <laughs> like, so I was, none of them got it. So I was wondering if you did you have Chinese food that turned out to be maggots? <laughs> no, no, they did not. They did not. I, I asked for the maggots. They did not have okay. the maggots. All right, let's talk about the burial. The burial. Uh, the burial was uh, directed by by Maggie Betts. Maggie Betts directed the burial. She's directed such other things as uh, the Carrier uh, and the Noviate and uh, Ingram, Ingram, which are all shorts. And but this is her first big movie. Uh, this stars the amazing Tommy Lee Jones. The lab reports from Austin on that boy by the highway. What was a bullet? There wasn't no bullet. Wasn't no bullet. Also, Jamie Foxx. I recall the man who had me kill another man in front of his son. It also stars Journey Smollett. My mama would leave me by myself all the time. Uh, Mamadou Ati. Do you ever see the the skeleton dance? And also Alan Rook. 
keep calling me. He'll keep calling me. You know, what's the storyline for the burial? The burial. The storyline. Come on, dude. I didn't set it up. Give me a second. It's loading. There go. It's not my fault. It was loading. I, I was on this page. It's on. Yeah. Uh, inspired by true events, when a handshake deal goes sour, funeral home owner Jeremiah O'Keefe, a cat, uh, Tom, Tommy Award winning Tommy Lee Jones, unless <laughs> charismatic, smooth talking attorney Willie E. Gary, Academy Award winning Jamie Foxx, to save his family business, tempers flare and laughter ensues as the unlikely pair bound while exposing the corporate, cor- ex- exposing the corporate corporation, the corrupt cropper, uh, corporate corruption. <laughs> yes, the exposed. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. As the unlikely pair bound while exposing corrupt, corrupt, uh, corrupt corruption and racial injustice in this inspirational triumph story. Yeah. So this is a, I guess, a legal drama, legal comedy, legal drama, right? Yeah. Um, it was on Netflix. Uh, I, I, th- I was, I was worried that it might be a little dry, but I actually really enjoyed this. It was really good. Yeah. I had a good time. We, uh, um, this movie was good, but <laughs> the problem is with this movie, right? Is that I could tell it was for somebody else. Who do you think it was for? Was there four people? Is that what you're saying? Oh, there was another person that was supposed to be in this movie, and they were not. And as soon as I find it, yep, here it is. Tommy Lee Jones was not supposed to be the guy. But he was so good. It was supposed to be. <laughs> it was supposed to be the great Harrison Ford. So you think that Harrison Ford would have a better job than Tommy Lee Jones in this? I really do, because I think Jamie. I think Jamie Fox knew his part. Well, Jamie right. Fox, that that like honestly, like Willie Jones, it's kind of or William Gary, is kind of is kind. Willie Gary is kind of like Jamie Fox, like just so kind of the same. Yeah, it was just up like a like you know a hundred and five. But I just I, like Jamie like Fox. But I thought well, Tommy Lee Jones did a good job. I like it, Tommy Lee Jones. Did. I think he did too because I mean to be honest, it was you know him being an old guy. Well, Harrison Ford would be the old, old guy. guy. And he's pretty, he's good as a cranky old guy. But right now, I think Harrison Ford is just such on a kick that I would have loved to see Harrison Ford because Harrison Ford, for some reason, right now, his comedy is just ridiculous, especially with uh, shows like um, the the one where he's the the psychic, uh, not psychic, but the the shrink. Um, What's the name of that show? I watch it all, I've watched the entire season of it. I don't know, dude. Um, gosh dang it! We are not good this week, bro. Uh, we need I, I to we need to bring you, our A game next week. I think I think maybe we're both out. No, 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 oh, it's no, no, shrinking. no! Don't you? Don't it's you. called shrinking. Shrinking. All right, all right. But still, your job is to help me out here, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, all right, all right. You're, you're supposed to say we're, we're a team, bro. We're not. We're not just me. It's I, I, not I know, but, Neil but by himself. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of disagreeing with you when I think here's before we've done a better job than this. Really? Yeah. Is that because you hate Harrison Ford? No, I like Harrison Ford. I like, I like Tommy Lee Jones. I, just, I think I just like seeing Tommy Lee Jones and shit because he's not been in a while lately. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of old. He's getting up oh, there. He's in 75, age and, and I know. think that Harrison Ford's older than he is. 
Yeah, Harrison Ford is older than he is, but does that matter? Because Harrison Ford is just like Harrison a beautiful man. Yeah, Tim Tony Jones is not aged as well as Harrison Ford has. But, um, Harrison Ford has that awesome earring that you oh, can yeah. like go and play with. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I was like, he has an earring. Yeah, but, but um, uh, did you wear an earring by the way? You did you get one this weekend? What's that? Did you have an earring? This yeah, weekend? I wore an earring. I wore two earrings. I had a uh, big two loops. Did, were they? Were they? Do you have piercings? Yeah, I, I've had piercings. I have I had over, let's see, one, two, three, oh, come on. you four, had your, you had five, your piercings? six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I had a back neck piercing once. Uh, I had the back of my neck pierced because everybody was getting all the shit I had. Yeah. So I was like, I got to be different than them. They can't have the so same you, thing you had I have. piercings? Oh, man. All right. Yeah, <laughs> man, I had all I try to do everything. Okay, let's see if I have more facts. I have a whole bunch of more facts. Um there we go. But uh this movie was really good. The two of them actually worked great together. Uh the the show the movie was again, this is a biography. You can go look up the story, it's a true story. Uh in fact, uh, I have a couple pictures to show you, Chris, if you didn't look them up yourself. Of course I do look up uh, I do um you don't look up shit movie. anymore. You I've don't do anything, do you just show up here. Uh there is Jamie Foxx with the actual William. uh William Gary. He's actually in the movie too. Mm-hmm. He oh, yeah, yeah, is he was, uh, talking to him about the The real Willie Gary makes an appearance at two hours and 29 seconds in the end credits when Jamie Foxx as Willie Gary passes him in the hall, the court and tells Fox Willie Gary, he wants to be just like him when he grows up. (laughs) Uh, Also, um, also here's a picture of the original. That is uh, Mr. O'Keefe himself. He's got a cloudy eye, didn't he? Well, I mean, this is like right before he passed in 2016. Okay, okay, okay gotcha. I, I like the picture with him uh, holding a picture of old him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean young him? Or whatever young it was. Him. I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, back in the day when he was a pilot and stuff like that. But this movie had heart. This movie had um, laughter. You know, laughter. This movie. It was a crowd it, pleaser. You know, like yeah, it, it was. It was. It hit all the right beats as you want to any drama. And not saying that. And not saying that. You know, like this was. We, you and I both knew how it was going to turn out because you don't make a movie about something like this unless they're trying to upset you. But this is, it's a, like you said, it's a triumph of a movie. You are happy at the end. You, you feel like mm-hmm. you feel just the way. And that's how all the dramas, all you like, like movies like, sort of make you feel. Right. And that, that's the whole point of this film. This film was to inform you about how these people uh, took over the government. I mean, it took over the government. It took out, took out one of the biggest corporation scams of all time, mm-hmm. which was just amaze balls. I, I mean, I wish that could happen more, especially these days. But it's never going to happen again. Let's just be honest. The government's all owned by corporations. They're all owned by Republicans. Uh, Neil's, being so, Neil's being so fucking. Just are you okay, dude? No, I'm great. How you doing? It's not, it's not like- you're so upset about everything. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am. I don't know. Uh, I took a nap. I should be fine. <laughs> I I'm, like, uh, I know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sad that the world is all going to hell. Um, the, uh, let's see. One good thing about this is that Jamie Foxx. And this is, movie reminded me of that. It just reminded me that um, 
And anyway, but this movie was really good. It was really good. It was about the small man taking on the big man. And man, it was great. It, mm. it, it's uh, it's easy to find. It's on Amazon um, on Prime. Is that how you say yeah, it? Something. The Prime? Yeah, Prime video. It's a Prime video. Yeah. Um, Jamie Lee Fox. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> Jamie Lee Fox is the best. Mm. Um and uh, Tommy Lee Wait, Jones. Jamie Lee Fox. <laughs> I said that like twice. I, I, I was waiting if you're going to catch it. Are you it. okay? Dude? Uh, like, 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 are you still tired? No, I, I could be. Dude, it's been exhausting. I'm let's not going to lie. It, let's I, break it down. Come on. All right. Uh, the, mo- the acting was good. Uh, the only thing was somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. I felt like it lost a little. It lost a step. There was, a, and, was a little too long for you? No, no, no. This one was perfectly fine. It's uh, two hours. It's the perfect set time for a movie. Um, anything longer than two hours, and you're really stretching it to get my attention. You're really stretching it. And uh, and uh, especially if I have to sit in a theater, uh, you're really stretching it. We'll talk about yeah, that in we a will. second. Neil has, has a, a, a bladder for a small child, so... No, that is not true, sir. I did not have to pee once in any movie over three hours that we have watched the entire, okay. the entire run okay. of our podcast. Okay. But anyway, um, but yeah, I was just a, I was a really huge fan of this, and uh, I, I I really I love Tommy Lee Jones as the old man. I think Tommy Lee Jones made himself look more frail and older than he wanted to. But to be honest, <laughs> I don't think Harrison Ford, after looking pictures and seeing interviews with the original guy, uh, I know exactly who should have been the actor to play the part. Mm. And and after I think it, I think what ruined the movie for me a little bit is seeing the pictures. And oh, how the yeah. guy <laughs> Why? And seeing the original guy because it was nothing like he's ever seen. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, you know who should have played him? Who's that? John freaking Goodman. John Goodman should have played him. Uh, John Goodman's like quite old. Let me show you a picture of him again. Okay, right. <laughs> Look at this dude. Look at this dude. Yeah, like, I guess I see that. Yeah, like he it. and he was tall and big. So that's why he's such a good. He was a good funeral. Because uh, he was good at embalming bodies, because he could pick them up so easily. <laughs> I don't know if that's that what makes a good funeral home director, but yeah. Well, the... I mean, if you're also nice, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, like he was. I actually, he was... I really liked uh, the guy who played Ray Lowen. He just played a douchebag so like well. Oh yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, he was in he was in Joker's Detective Garrity and The Your Slave is. As Radburn, so he's obviously going to be a, just a, a shithead. Um, Amanda Lauren was good. Amanda, Amanda Warren was uh, good, but uh, that's not what I was talking about. Uh, Juno Samalit, she was great. Jenny Samalit was great. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. This, 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 the movie didn't make like make it seem like this sort of had a little bit of sexual chemistry between the two. That it was, that, yeah, like uh, at a moment, I was just like, oh, that's kind of weird since yeah. they're both married yeah i was thinking like, you... i was like willie's like in love with his wife i'm like this is getting a little too weird for me if they do this mm-hmm. up something i was in pain though uh I'm, I'm glad to hear you was uh attached to this. i'm actually seeing the holdovers on friday because they're friday off because uh, it's what okay. is it uh i was in pain uh directed the holdovers they all directed the descendants which you we talked about for a little bit he also directed election and um i was in pain he directed the holdovers comes out in you know, this weekend, watch it. What, what's a holdover? It's a movie. They call the holdovers. 
Oh, the one we're doing next week? Uh, I, we're doing the killer in the Marvels next week. What's the killer? The killer is fucking David Fincher's new movie on Netflix. Uh, the, oh, God. We've got to do another David Finch. All right. Another. Day, anyway. another. I don't think we've done one on the show yet. Oh, yeah. We did. Um, We did. Uh, what's that? What's that one about Citizen Kane? Fuck how, what? I forget, but David Fincher. Red new, Rum? No. No. Uh, we're doing David Fincher's new movie. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's a Michael Fassbender. Uh, that is a. We have to do it. So we have to do it. We have to get butt naked and do it. Okay. Um, do you have quotes for this? Uh, yeah, of course I got quotes for quotes it. I, I do my job. Oh, fuck you. I do my job too. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I'm sorry. I love you. You got the clips this week too. Yeah. Uh, when God calls you, have you have to answer. I'm just checking in on you. I'm still allowed to do that, right? Wasted. Toe up from the flow up. Come on, we are going. Come on, we are going to Canada. I put myself in a portion for what I call the golden era of death. Mm-hmm. The longest to stall, the more you're screwed. If somebody tries to take advantage of you and you know it, it don't matter how old you are. That guy reeks of good old boy bigotry. What's wrong with you? You're lost. Yeah, I lost your damn mind. I'm talking. I'm talking Johnny mother fucking Cochran. Because I don't think you must have quit. You look, you look like 10 million fucking dollars, Willie. I'm not talking bullshit. I'm talking some Jean-Claude Van Damme shit. Did he just say a hundred million dollars? Mike, anybody tell you you have the balls the size of a garden slug? (laughs) We got out blacked and out womaned. I I wrote sloppy for a Mm -hmm. while. I'm, I'm I'm reading a few of them and I I can't understand because they messed with the one thing I have that's all I have and that's to leave something for my family when I'm gone. I don't think war is something to be celebrated. I got. Was that the first time you ever apologized like that? Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, 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 my wife helped me with that, the wording. Oh, fuck, dude. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just, I, What's I get wrong? Uh, no, keep going. This is only, uh, we need to talk about it. I'm so excited. Something just happened? Are yeah, you, yeah. like, ignoring me and just no, no, went no, keep, to no, the Keep fucking going. Keep going, dude. The, like, is it like, take one history and just, it's like taking one history and just putting it on top of another and another and another. That's good money. One, one point two billion. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. One point two billion. I thought you said million, but no, <laughs> you said billion. And I just need one thing. And I just need one thing and one thing answered. Did it ever bother you? 
<laughs> no. Fuck, All dude. Right. I, I knew, okay, dude. This movie, uh, to me, it's, it's a... I'm going to go ahead and say I liked it at 3.9. That's where I'm going this one. It wasn't amazing, but it was really good. Uh, and it's, it's, it just made me feel good inside. 11 pages of quotes for the next movie, Chris. I, uh, but we'll don't do all, but, uh, all, all, all of them. I'm doing all of them. If I had to sit through a five hour movie in a movie theater, have to, you, didn't have to. you just said, no, I just, I, I'm good. But you know, how could I say no? We review movies. Okay. How could I not say no? To, anyway, okay, calm down. dude. Chris, you need to calm 3. down. 3.9 is what you give it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go a little lower than you. And that's just because somewhere in the middle, it seemed a little lost for half, like for a good 20 minutes, but then it found its footing again. And that's my only problem with this movie. It has nothing to do with the acting or the actors. Like, uh, like I said earlier, I want to talk about um, real but, quick. Mamadou. I thought he was really good. He's shown up in everything. I, I oh yeah, Mama Dude is great. Like the cast is great. I am not. I, I earlier I was just saying that just because you yeah. know we we have you to like stay Harrison stuff. Ford, but um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm gonna give it three point eight just because literally it. There's like twenty minutes in this movie where I was like, man, it kind of lost its like it didn't know. I don't know if it was the editing. I don't know what it was, but there's like a good like. 10 to 20 minutes there that I just felt like it lost its feelings. So just so you guys know, then, uh, if you do the drinking game, Neil is one point below me, which means you have to take a drink. So you got to take a drink, but you got to do it butt naked. I, I didn't know that was part of it, but um, and I just, uh, you know, I was hanging out with pirates all okay. weekend, bro. I don't well, know. Did you get you naked? Want. Well, did you do pirate stuff? Did you dance around the fire nude? eating like, yeah, that's like one of the things you do, bro. <laughs> All right, cool times. It's, you know, why do you think it's 21 and over, bro? All right, <laughs> like... All right uh, so I'm on RottenTomatoes.com right now. If you guys don't know, um, me and Neil, I give Neil a chance to do the uh, guess the on score and guess the critic score. He doesn't anything for getting it right, just the satisfaction that he is a uh, Nostradamus-like. So, Neil, what is the audience score for The Burial? Um, the audience score, I'm going to have to get them props. I think they're going to go, I'm going to say 78%. 83%. Oh, I was close. Okay. So I'm looking at the critic score. What is the critic score for the burial on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, 62. It's a uh, certified fresh at 91%. Oh, no shit. Way to go, guys. Critic consensus is a solid cartoon drama led by a pair of nicely contrasted performances. The Braille hits the expected genre beats and remains a crowd-pleasing treat at every turn. I read bad review doing a good review. Does that work for you? Yeah, go for it. Always. Okay. So uh, from uh, Morgan Seanette at the William at Week, he says, The Braille is earnest and emotional enough to please the many a crowd, but ends up being a stale, stilted, and cliched stripped down south. Whatever. Um, and so, and this is from uh, Dwight Brown at DwightBrownInc.com, a top critic. He says, Fox is almost giddy as the gospel-spirited, gaudy-dressing, cliched-speaking material is out of his league, but fighting to the final verdict. Frankly, this is the actor's best performance since Ray. So there's a lot of um, praise on Jamie Foxx's performance in this. And I, I, What the fuck did you just say? What words just came out of your goddamn mouth? I said that this, this is... This is the Who last, said that? Dwight Brown. You want another one? I'll read another one. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look at his shit right now and blow that one apart. You don't think Jamie Foxx is good in this? 
No, I know he's good in this, but to say that this is the best movie since Ray. Oh, you he did okay. The, he you, did he did Django Unchained after Ray. Uh, he did Law Abiding Citizen after Ray. Baby Driver. Day Shift. Wait. He did Strays, which is one of the best movies of the year. <laughs> like fucking A, I'm man. Waiting, I'm waiting to see your end of your list. It's probably gonna drive me nuts. <laughs> well, I mean Strays can't be in it because we never reviewed it. That would be number we one. Can, we can talk about uh, mm. We can talk about the Rage Trees if no, you want. No, it's only got to be the movies we review, bro. That's the <sighs> rule. All right, fine. You're, you're the one that made the fucking rule. I didn't make that rule. I don't think so. Yeah, you did three years ago. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Soul? He did Soul after that? Project Powers? Spider-Man No Way Home? I mean, come on. Well, we just did. That's the best movie you ever did? White House Down? Okay, calm down with the White House down and the law abiding citizen. But they called Tyrone. He was in that and he was great. Horrible bosses? <laughs> to calm down, dude. Motherfuck Jones? Come on. You don't remember Motherfuck Jones? Do you remember the they called Tyrone? Do you remember that from just a movie that we talked about? How much you liked about it earlier this year? But, oh, yeah, dude. That's the shit. That's some good stuff. Okay. But, uh, Neil, uh, I think we're ready for news, but you need to check the news real quick. Uh, I'll give you some time. Because something amazing just happened. You need to check this happened. What just happened? Are you married? No, no. Did you get married finally? No, no. Check the news and you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. But uh, uh, I'm not checking the news. You you want me to check the news itself? I, I, I can do. I can do. Out. I can just tell you what happened. if you want? No, no, no. I'll do it. Movie news. Go right now. We'll go to the main one I use. Okay, now I'm gonna have to hit the news. All right, music. open it up. Let's do it. The first thing. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will open up with that one, bro. You are one hundred percent. Uh, because I had a. What? Well, wait a minute. He can't just put them. <laughs> I gotta do stuff. What the fuck, bro? So uh, you always do this to me. You're like, I don't know why you're not ready. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just a, right, Let's do this. Okay. okay. Let's do it normally. Okay. Take fine. A deep breath. Fine. Relax. <sighs> All right. Now the music. This is the movies don't suck and something news, which actually at this exact moment, we're going to call it breaking news. Just <laughs> like how I break Chris's balls. All right, Neil, what is the big news? The bit, the big news is really reported literally 16 minutes ago. So why we were on recording this and Chris kept on giving me bullshit over on my shit earlier. Uh, the actor strike is over. S A G A F R T A R and A M P T P have reached a tentative deal. The has a the uh, S A G A F R T R A has approved an agreement to end the ongoing strike, bringing relief to Hollywood and allowing stalled projects to finally move forward. Negotiations practically surrendering the use of artificial intelligence have been a sticking point for the actors' guild. Uh, Fran Dresser's unique negotiating style included holding a heart-shaped plush toy seemed to have worked in reaching the negotiations. Now, uh, since I haven't read this article, I can't tell you what the agreement is. But I can tell you that. Just give me a second. Give me a second. I'm trying to read it. 
All right, as by variety, the deal will see most minimums increase by 7%, which is 2% more than the received by the WGA when their strike ended last month. Uh, further details about how they deal with the impact, how the impossible use of IAI, something that caused a major sticking point in the negotiations, are yet to be revealed. So they have not revealed that point yet. But they are raising 7% from 2% on, on the streaming stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, the strike ends tonight at twelve oh one. So nice. Yeah. So no more strike. So half the stories I just pulled up mean bullshit. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me. Uh, well, I just gonna, I couldn't be happier. Honestly. Thank you for that, Chris. No, you gotta be excited too, right? You know, that that is awesome to be honest because <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait because um, one of the um. One of the major things that that have been holding back a lot of stuff is the fact that uh, the the actor strike now Beetlejuice two is coming out on schedule. <laughs> so yeah, I mean everything will start popping out left and right. Now yeah. you're gonna hear all the movies. And me all and they will one. not be able to fucking catch up at all. Yeah, there's gonna be. We're gonna probably have to do like four movies an episode. And, and that's just the way it's going to have to go. Sorry, guys. And there's nothing Chris can do about it. Or if, um, well, if I, we do. To be fair, Neil's the only bitch about the time he doesn't have every time we talk about movies. No, 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 no. I can do streaming movies. I just can't do movies at the theater. Mm. That's the problem. You your car and because drive there? I live in Tulsa where they don't start showing movies till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And they stop showing movies at 10 o'clock. I have Friday off. It's a bank holiday. I'm going to see a movie at 1 p.m. 1 p.m., so. You always want to see stuff. I feel like you always want to see stuff just to throw up my face. No, no. Uh, but I did see that screen unseen thing on Monday. You were uh, back in town, but on Monday that screen unseen in my tour of the country for AMC, and I saw. Oh my god! It took win, so. It took so long to drive. How far is that drive? From here? From where? From the southern Texas. You you've driven it like a hundred times. I don't right? drive that. I've, I I've only driven to Corpus, so in Austin, so. It's only drive down. It's not not a whole lot to see. To be honest. Give me one second. Mm. Oh no, I realize that uh, all my pages are frozen up right now. I I did that quick thing. Oh, it's because I got all these other pages open too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I know. Let's do this. Kevin Foggy wants you to know that there is still an upcoming MCU project fronted by Scarlett Johansson is still happening. The mysterious project is still happening. It's still coming up. We did not discuss that, that at the retreat. It's the truth. We're doing a project with Scarlett. I love Robert. He's part of the family, but in terms of returning, we'll have to see. I'm wondering if so, the return of this... Black Widow is still probably going to pop in. So you're saying, you think we, like, Black Widow huh? coming back, like, brought back to life, or, like, it came off the great type situation? Got it. Well, you, you read the shit, right? Like you would have an idea, maybe, right? He's just saying that Scarlett Johansson is in an unnamed, unpronounced fucking movie coming up in the future. <laughs> fine, dude. <laughs> all right, fine. That's all he said. All right. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow says the only way that she would return to acting is all if only there's only one person in the world that can convince her can to I, come back to. Can acting. I guess the person? Sure. Is it Quentin Tarantino? No. Is it Martin Scorsese? Mm-mm. Is it director at all? Mm-mm-mm. 
Oh, well, act, actor, actor, director. Like, did you both? Yeah, we'll go actor, director. Is it uh, George Clooney? Mm, no, better. Okay, tell me who it is, because I can't guess anymore. Robert Downey Jr. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that, that makes sense. They've been our, best friends for like since they're yeah, teenagers. Piper. So do you think that he's not show up in the, uh, the doors? Like, I got the perfect script and the perfect uh, role for you. Come back. She's like, yes. Or no, I'll just be. Would be a Marvel movie. No, I'll just be like, hey, dude, go back to acting, bitch, okay. and she'll go back to acting. So I'm, I, I, I gotta be honest. I wouldn't miss her that much, but hey, whatever. I don't even remember what movie she was in besides the Iron Man, Man movie. <laughs> oh, Shella Howell. Oh, seven. Seven. Oh, yeah. What did you Her show? pretty little head in what's the box. It, what's what's it, in the box? What's in the box? But uh, do you, she was in yeah. she was in Shella Howell, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go back and watch that shit. That movie right, stupid fucking, stupid as fuck. I now. got food being prepared for me. Somewhere, <laughs> I mean, calm down, dude. We're we're here, and uh, oh, let's keep going. I know. I, I, okay, cool. Leo DiCaprio is reportedly attached to a Paul Thomas Anderson. What? Really? Movie. I'm excited. Yes. Um, the movie plot uh, details start to have started to emerge now. Let's see. I I, I saw it earlier. Uh, he states that Regina Hall is attached to play DL Casting, a character from the novel from a novel called Vineland. Um, the uh, who is a martial arts expert and ninja. She's the daughter of a martial fam- uh, material. Uh, I'm sorry, a military family that moves around the world. Uh, while in Japan, she is approached by a martial arts instructor who teaches her the secret ways of the ninja, including how to kill with a touch that takes a year to work. She is recruited by mobster Ralph Lavio to assassinate Brock Vaughn while posing as a prostitute, but accidentally gives the death touch to Takayoshi Fumada, who has been sent to Vaughn's place <laughs> after the plot was discovered. That sounds awesome. So she does the touch mm-hmm. that will kill someone a year later. Do you remember that episode of Batman, the animated series, where... Uh... Bruce was trying to do the touch to, uh, man, what was the guy? What's the guy's name? The yeah, the beard. The, Raza Ghoul. Yeah, so Raza Ghoul, they're like in underground lair, and they're both trying to do that touch to each other. You remember that Batman you know, series episode? It, so uh, I'd go around using two fingers on my brother after that episode, <laughs> trying to do the death touch to him, just fucking around. That's so mean. Your twin was beaten as a child. Um, I was beaten too. Um, so it's okay. No, 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 no. You are definitely the abuser. Oh, come uh, on. Anyway. You, don't know, you don't know that for a fact. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Chris doesn't abuse anything but his chickens. Anyway. In my um, piece. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, live action. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. Uh, they, they got it. They got the rights. They're doing it. It's a video game. What video game have we always wanted to see come to life? It's finally coming to life. It is 100% official. What is it? Pac-Man, right? <laughs> One of the oldest video game series of all times. It's, so is it Pac-Man? Probably only second to Super Mario Brothers. What? Is it Pac-Man? Are they really doing a Pac-Man movie? No, no, no. They already did Pac-Man. It's called Pixels. Oh, yeah. Um... Fucking Donkey, well, not Donkey Kong, right? I mean, that's stupid because no, not Donkey Kong. 
this is going to be a live action humans is playing this... the parts. Tell me what it is, man. I'm, I'm curious. Link, he come to oh. town to oh, dude, save dude. the Princess Zelda. The okay. Legend of Zelda has a finally moved forward. Uh, Nintendo confirms a live action adaption of Legend of Zelda is in the work with director West Ball. Um, generating high anticipation among fans. The Legend of Zelda is one of Nintendo's most successful titles with over 30 games released and expensive world building, making Mm -hmm. the perfect film franchise. Nintendo has other film projects in the pipeline, including a new Super Mario Brothers sequel, an adaptation of Luigi's Mansion, and one that you just mentioned, Donkey Kong. Well, so uh, I'm a big fan of The Legend of Zelda series giant fan and so i'm apprehensive but curious mm-hmm. you know so uh yes i, I, hear I, more, I, I, I will love to see which way they go with it <laughs> i to be honest i want them to go nintendo uh, the new nintendo the uh, nintendo uh switch i want to go with those stories because breath of the wild i haven't even played tears twilight the, yet that's my kingdom, next game to buy here's the kingdom dude oh my god oh my god oh tears kingdom haven't played it yet haven't even played it yet oh, don't even know okay um, well, you haven't played Jedi Survivor, so I don't know how good of a human being you can call yourself. Anyway, um, Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas has hit a milestone 30 years later on its 30th anniversary re-release. I can't believe it's 30 years old. Fuck. The Nightmare Before Christmas has finally surpassed $100 million at the box office. Oh, because it had released finally? Uh, yeah, uh, I remember when I was a kid and it came out and I, I rented it. My dad wasn't too happy with me renting it, but I did anyway. And I for Christmas. I can't believe it's three years old, man. I cannot believe it. You're, you're right, man. I mean, um, yeah, well, I have a cat that for some reason, since we were gone and since we came back, has is really loud at meowing. So if you hear meowing in the back, let me know okay. and I'll go squirt him with a squirt. I couldn't hear him, but, him but have you given him enough love when um, you get back? He's probably missed you guys. Yes, I've done everything, <laughs> okay, dude. Right. Believe me. I love my animals. My animals are my buddies. I mean, I, obviously, I like hairy things I can pet. Look at Chris. Uh, anyway. I'm hairless right now. Uh, Dune, the sisterhood, <laughs> Max. Uh, the, Dune, the sisterhood, Max, is now going to be retitled Dune Prophecy. So the Max series Dune, the Sisterhood, a prequel to the Dune movies, is now going to be called Dune Prophecy. Hmm. I don't hear the cats, so don't worry about it. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I think I'm. I took a lot of shrooms this weekend. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, Peanuts, the cartoon is now being developed by Apple as an original. Featured film starring Snoopy, Charlie Brown, and the rest of the gang. I guess, man. I guess. I, uh, I guess, you know, I'm not super excited about that. Not that I dislike the Peanuts at all. Just that I don't, I'm not sure that I was clamoring for more, more Peanuts to watch. Oh, everybody was. Uh, with their unmatched library of Peanuts titles, an award-winning collection of stories that brings kids and families together, Apple TV Plus is the permanent home of Snoopy and Friends and offers a world-class selection of series and films featuring the most globally cherished animated characters. We can't wait for everyone's to experience this new heartwarming new adventure with Snoopy, Charlie Brown, and the gang in the big city. The big city. Okay. Uh, Judd Apatode. Yeah. 
He's done. He fucking doesn't want to do anything else. Okay. Until he can do a sequel to This is 40. That's right. He wants to bring the Rudd man back. He wants to bring uh, Leslie Mann back. I don't know. Who's Leslie Mann? That's his wife. I know. I just figured. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's funny. Anyway. Anyway, he wants to do This is 50. So I've kind of waited till I was 40 to watch This is 40. I'm sure you've seen it, right? That yeah, of course, of course. I watched the sequel to Knocked Up. Okay, uh, but uh, yeah, this is for so once do this is fifty. Okay, I honestly, yeah, whatever, do it, dude. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for anything, Jeb. That does. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the director of Terrifier, Damian Leon, mm-hmm. wants you to know that Terrifier Four will probably be the end of Art the Clown. Okay. I mean, he's done so much as it is. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not too upset. He says his goal might change in the future, but let's be honest. (laughs) Art the Clown, if he finishes it at four, is going to be bought out by a big studio. And they'll do another. And they're just going to make 105 of them. Well, I mean, I mean, look at Hellraiser, look at Michael Myers, look at Jason Voorhees, Freddy Cougar. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's sets mm-hmm. the Peacock streaming record yeah. with a blockbuster premiere. Not only has it surpassed every movie ever or anything ever, ever seen on Peacock, it has literally passed everything. It has passed in the first day, it had more views than WrestleMania last year, which crazy. is also on Peacock. <laughs> yes. Not only is the number one thing ever. So you're going to get like 20 new five front nights at Freddy's. Let's just be honest. And the first weekend, how much did it make, Chris? How know. much do you think five nights at Freddy's made at the theater? Even though people can see it for free at freaking uh, on Peacock. Neil, tell me. $158 million. Mm-hmm. It made more than... Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas for the last 30 years <laughs> in one weekend. Well, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a giant movie. I, I wonder if it woke up people to the fact that uh, that theaters are still going strong when it comes to IP people care about. You know, like like people go to theaters to see something. Then even if, it's, uh, even if it is streaming, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. And uh, I mean, it's five, five Nights at Freddy's, man. Now, the, sh- the movie is great. I can't wait for a sequel. Terrifier 3 gave us a release date of October 25th, 2024. Okay. We all knew it. Yeah, it's good. Do you know the movie Practical Magic? Were you a fan of that? That's Sandra Bullock, right? Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman. I don't remember. Yeah, that. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, I don't remember that well. Really, I watch it every like every couple of months. Like literally, it's every one of my couple favorite of songs months? of movies to fall asleep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude, it's easy to fall asleep to. Okay. Oh, and, like it's like oh, very mellow. Ringing, like, ringing endorsement. <laughs> fall asleep to this movie. Well, no, I mean it's like because of the it's music comfort. and stuff like it's that in the background. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's it's comforting. And uh, and plus you got Rizzo from Greece in mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and uh, the mom from uh, the mom from the Lost Boys is in mm-hmm. it. Uh, I mean, Practical Magic. Yeah. That movie was actually cursed by a witch. <laughs> oh my god! 
Practical Magic, despite receiving bad reviews and not performing well at the box office, has become a cult classic over the year. The director consulted a real witch for the movie, but didn't go well as the witch demanded a high payment and then cursed the director for her entire life. So what's happening? Is the director still alive? Is is he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's still alive. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, so I had a producer call her and offer this, you know, thinking she would please. And she said, you think you can buy me off with a hotel and a first class ticket? I want gross points, bitch. I want practical magic cookbook. I want some outrageous amount of money in addition. And so she came back, the producer and I just started a rehearsal and she was really quite shaken. She went, oh, they didn't go well at all. And so I went back to my office and it was on the lot and I have a voicemail and says, you think you have meant fortune in your life in the past? Well, that's nothing what's coming and spoken in this tongue. And it was chilling. Quite honestly, I hung up the phone immediately. Warner brothers was sued. I gave them a micro cassette of the audio. Uh, and I think they paid her off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it can't all be one of these. Okay, we know about Five Nights at Freddy's. We can go through that one. Um, Stephen King's Pet Cemetery prequel breaks streaming records despite terrible reviews by Chris. Um, by you too, you didn't like it either. <laughs> yes, yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, it is one of the most successful things that Paramount Plus has ever put out. The movie, the prequel, the 2019 Pet Cemetery. Uh, yeah, it, it. The film has a Rotten Tomato score of 23 percent. But literally over a hundred million people watched it That's last Friday. Crazy, All right? Yeah, uh, Highlander, the new movie coming out with Henry Cavill, wants you to know he's not fucking this up, guys. <laughs> Queen's music is gonna be in the movie. The movie that can't, the movie that like literally made Queen a name in music, Highlander is now going to be in all of it. So did, did they all do the, the songs soundtrack for the original Highlander? Highlander. What? Uh, Queen what? did the song for Highlander? Did yes. They? I did not know that. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. We want to try to do everything you loved about the original with more, meaning we want to ground it. We want to be a great chance of world building and mythology, but we'll still keep it fun. It's like the Wick movies. You want to experience this world. You want to believe it's real, but it's also five degrees off from reality. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't aware that, the, I mean, I knew Queen were famous before 1986 when Highlander came out. Yeah, you know what? What? There's movies that re-merged Queen to the famousy. Uh, one was Flash, Flash Gordon. Yeah. Uh, two was Highlander. And, of course, the third one is... It's See, the one movie, because of this movie, made Bohemian Rhapsody, like, number one on the, the chart. Yeah, you're talking about Wayne's World. Wayne's World. All yeah. right. TV's Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem uh, 2 will approach the sequel, and this time it is going to be all about the guy. The guy we all want. The one we wanted in the first movie, and we didn't quite get him. Shredder. It's all about the Shred Man. They're going to be reimagining him. Hopefully, it's not too fucked up away from. The I mean, we, we liked it. I like that new meme. Oh, name. yeah. Dude. I've watched it like three times. Yeah, it's, since a fun it's, been one. Out. it's a really fun one. Sylvester Stallone made, made a major change to the Rocky because the Rocky script, because a friend suggested. If you haven't watched the new Sly yeah, uh, autobiography, I watched it last night. Yeah. Uh, I, I got halfway through. I passed out. Like, that's when I was, <laughs> fell asleep last night. 
But I mean, it's a biography. I like going to sleep yeah. watching biographies. Um, <laughs> but Sylvester Sloan, uh, literally, the guy's like, "Hey, you need to put a girlfriend in there because it's not believable. He doesn't have a girlfriend. He put in Adrian, and I mean, come Adrian. on, who doesn't know? Hey, Adrian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. Scarface reboot hits another snag in his twelve-year saga of trying to be remade. The director has left the project, <laughs> with the latest being Lucha Guadamigo, uh, which draws director leaving the project's future uncertain. Good. I oh, don't need a Scarface remake. I don't need reimagining a Scarface. Here's a combination that you never thought you'd hear again. Okay. Two actors are looking to make a sequel to one of their most famous movies together. The first actor, Billy Crystal. Okay. This is the second actor. Second actor, Danny DeVito. Do you know what movie My they were in together? No, movies. No. What is it? They are trying to work on throw a sequel from Throw Mama Off the Throw Mama from the Train. Okay. Instead, it, the working title right now is Throw Papa from the Train. Mm. Okay. I don't care. Danny DeVito, Billy Crystal. I'll watch uh, it all day long. I mean, I'm also Danny for, DeVito, Crystal. I'm waiting for stop and my dad will shoot. <laughs> One movie in Japan has just this past weekend, three days ago, shattered Every IMAX debut ever in the country of Japan. What is it? Do you want to guess what it is? I don't. I don't know where. What I guess. What is it? Godzilla. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Godzilla minus one has the largest opening of a live action movie with over one point two million dollars hauled in on the first day alone on forty nine IMAX. Is screens. this a Japanese uh, Godzilla movie? Yes, okay. and it is considered the best Godzilla I movie of all time. See it then, right? I mean, it's not here in America, but we'll look it up it'll, if it it'll, is. It'll make it here if, if it's available. The, the moment it's available, we'll review it. Okay. Space Jam was originally going to get a sequel. It did got one though. called oh. Skate Jam. S- Skate Jam. And Tony Hawk was supposed to be the guy in the main role, and he said things just fell through. Barbenheimer parody film is in the works with a $1 million budget. (laughs) Um, The film uh, famed B-list horror movie producer Charles Band confirms the upcoming release. A Barbenheimer and a cash grab opportunity to have fun with the bizarre coupling of the two movies. The low budget film is a million dollars. Uh, will follow Dr. Bambi J. Barbenheimer, a doll scientist, as she experiments on humanity and its worst and decides to build a giant nuclear bomb to take it all out. Okay, well, well, maybe you yeah. may not see it. I don't know. We're definitely seeing that. Marvel has now made uh, official Blade. The movie is R-rated. Good, good, good. Um, the people starring in the movie Iron Claw want to go do a match at WWE to promote the A24 film. I need a giant boner for that film. Zac Efron so, and Jeremy Allen White. I need a giant boner for the film. And uh, I saw the preview for it uh, before the movie I saw on Monday. And, yeah, it looks great. 
It's going to be awesome. We're going to watch it. Enola 3. Enola Holmes 3 is now in the works at Netflix because that's what we need is more of that of Mealy Bobby Brown. Yeah. Who, who uh, this one got mixed in here, and I'm sorry. This was supposed to be at the beginning, and then you interrupted. I didn't interrupt I, I don't know what you said with the, the big stuff. Um, At the age of 84, uh, we did lose... Pat E. Johnson. If you don't know who Pat E. Johnson is, he is the referee in Karate Kid. He is the one that helped train the guys on the scene of the Karate Kid. And even uh, the great Ralph Maggio released this. It was a sad heart I am sharing. Uh, my dear friend Pat has passed away this Sunday morning. He was good to me since I was little and loved me like a father. Because of him, I have the most amazing people in my life, and I'm forever grateful. Pat Johnson will always be legendary to many, including our family. Rest in peace, Uncle Pat. You have fought the good fight. That's sad. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, we need another football movie, so why don't we make a remake of The Longest Yard? We already have a remake. We don't need another one. Is this like the third remake of The Longest Yard now? Oh, no, man. Uh uh, Disney and Hulu will start merging into one app uh, starting this December. By spring to 2024, they will both be one app. Cool, I guess. <laughs> I know. I'm, one less app to fuck with. That's all I care. Yeah. And last but not least, Marvel are in rewrites, reconsidering their focus on Conqueror Kane, if everything goes wrong with the Jonathan Mangers uh, trial. Now, they're very smart because as soon as I started reading this, I was like, that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. So, they're going <laughs> to get rid of Conqueror Kane, but who, what villain in the Marvel Universe could you replace Conqueror Kane? Only Neil knows the answer to this question. Oh, we all know the answer to this question. Because good old Conqueror King, you know, one of the most legendary bad guys. There he is, Conqueror King. 1984, mm -hmm. this was made, dude. Look at that. Yeah. 1984, okay. look at that. I see it. Yeah, there's only one bad guy. The biggest, baddest, badass boss bad guy of all of Marvel. Easily. Okay. Easily the evilest bad guy. He, and he has not been used in... Just, oh, I mean, just, he's been used in movies. Just tell me who he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah! Okay. Dr. Doom? Is that what you're talking about? Dr. Motherfucking Doom! You have a picture of Dr. Doom on, the, on my Facebook. Me and Dr. Doom. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Doctor Doom is the shit. Like, yeah, but wait later. Uh, Doctor Doom, literally, if you read a lot of the Marvel comics, he has stolen the power of the Silver Surfer at one time mm -hmm. and became the Surfer Extreme. He has had the Infinity Gauntlet, stole it straight from fucking Thanos at one point, and fucking, I mean. If you're going to have somebody steal the powers of Conqueror Kang and just take that fucking whole thing over, mm -hmm. who better? Yeah, who, who better? Who better? Who better than Doom? Who better? 
Gubetta. And that's it, Chris. Let's get to this last movie. That was the movies don't suck and some of the news. Me and Chris, Chris sat there while I read a bunch of stuff, even though I can't read. I, I commented on it. That's why I'm here. Right? So uh, we're talking about Cures the Fine Moon, directed by Martin Scorsese. You guys know who Martin Scorsese is? Uh, I don't know where you've been living, but uh, he uh, did Goodfellas. He did Wall Street. He did Hugo. He did Taxi Driver. He did The Irishman. He did uh, classic films that we all know and love. Uh, this is also written by Eric Roth. Martin Scorsese, Eric Roth, a long-time Scorsese um, collaborator because it's uh, telling stories. Uh, this stars the amazing and always great Leonardo DiCaprio as Ernest Burkhart. That's fucking him. You stop drinking right now. Also, Robert De Niro as William Hale. Fancy talk for a whore. Fancy talk. Also, Lily Gladstone as Molly Burkhart. What do you want? Um, Jesse Plinus is Tom White. On the way home, I was gonna get us some pizza. Also, this also stars Tantu Cardinals, Lizzie Q, John Withgo, prosecutor P. Lord, Brendan Fraser is W.S. Hamilton, Kara J. Myers is Anna. Uh, this also has Jason Isbell, uh, a, a musician I really love, of Jason Isbell in the forehand. Yeah. He plays uh, Peter Bill Smith. This also stars Scott Shepard. Uh, Everett Waller, and I also want to mention Sturgill Simpson in this is Henry Gramer, also another uh, musician that I'm fine with. Why don't you go to the story? And Jack White's in this too. Why don't you go to the story for this as well? When oil is discovered in the 1920s Oklahoma under Osage Nation land, the Osage people are murdered one by one until the FBI steps in to unreveal the mystery. I do like how you did a, like a Savannah accent for a seven Oklahoma accent. Uh, so I do want to mention uh, this. So guys, this movie has an issue and this issue is that it's three hours and 26 minutes long. Uh, it is not three hours and 26 minutes long. If it is at home, it is three hours and 26 <laughs> minutes long, but you are in a theater. Watching this, which adds 30 minutes of previews on top. So if it says 1015 <laughs> is the movie, the movie doesn't start until 1045. Yeah, okay. So, you know what we want to say? Uh, this movie could have shaved off 45 minutes easy. Okay. All right. Uh, let, let me let me let me defend my argument okay. about that stuff okay. again. First, let me start popping up the facts about this movie. Um, one thing's this. All right. I live near Osage Nation. Mm -hmm. I live like they own so many. And I, this is not by any means. Don't take this as racist or anything like this. But there is a ton of Osage casinos. Mm -hmm. I actually have worked Osage casinos. And I know the whole Indians own casinos thing. It, it, to be honest, it, it's very true here. And it's not uh, I don't think it's a bad stereotype. I think it's awesome because they found a way to fucking take all the money back mm -hmm. that all the white people stole from them for fucking years. Now, um, that being said, this is a story that needs to be told. Mm -hmm. I do that? not disagree with that. I think this story needed to be told. Mm -hmm. But, Martin Scorsese's vision of this story is bullshit. 
And I'm going to tell you why. Because as soon as I was done watching this nine and a half hour movie, mm. guess what I went and did? You did you dug in the internet. Oh, not only did I dig in the internet, Chris, I just drove right down the fucking street because mm. I live in Oklahoma. Yeah. And I started asking people about these people. Mm-hmm. And um, nobody was good in this whole group. None of them. Like, the guy that Leo plays in this movie mm-hmm. is one of the biggest pieces of shit of that, humanity. That's what the movie showed. No, because he didn't even know he was, like, they made it clear that he didn't know what he was doing half the time. No, but, but they obviously. They made, him, they made him look like he was ignorant. Well, I would definitely say that he also knew some of what he was doing. He did most of the killing in this movie. He knew exactly what was happening. But they did make it seem like that he was under the spell of... Huh? It made him seem like he was ignorant. Like, Big Uncle uh, Bobby, or Robert De Niro, uh, Big Uncle Bobby was just like, literally, just like, hey, man, we just need to just get this done. Just go do that. All right, yeah, okay, Uncle Bobby, I'll go do it. No, in real life, they planned it all. They yeah. planned it together. They were they were cahoots. There was there is no leader telling a guy this is what you need to go do. It was two guys going, okay, how can we take all their money? So basically, what this was is that a bunch of white people learned that if they fuck a bunch of Native Americans that own the oil, that they're going to take over their land. Yeah, that's 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 the, the, the easiest way to explain it. That's the easiest way to make this three-and-a-half-hour movie short. Mm-hmm. Now, was there good acting? Fucking oh, phenomenal. phenomenal. Uh, I think uh, that I think that everyone in this movie was amazing. At their the job, yes. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was amazing. For sort of playing... Lily Gladstone knocked oh, it out of the park. She's oh the best god. one in the entire movie. Oh my god, she's so good. Best one the entire movie. I don't care for any of these guys to get nominated worth the shit. I've seen Robert De Niro as an angry white guy. I've seen Leo be a dumb white guy. I want Lily Gladstone get an Oscar. I also would really I mean, what movie? I mean, besides Margot Robbie, who has a chance? I like Tantu Cardinal in this. Is a Cozy Q. I'm always mom. She's great in this. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. I, I liked many, uh, Jillian uh, Dion played uh, many. I liked Kara J. Myers play all the people. And even we'll talk even about uh, Jesse Plemons, who I, I just think he's great and everything. Um, the acting in this is great. The story is engaging, even though it used a little bit of trend. It could used, like I said, 45 minutes didn't need to be in there. And yeah, there's like, okay, dude, this could have easily been a two-hour, 30-minute minute. And it didn't seem weird with the ending of the movie. And the ending of the movie, the way it ended was kind of weird. Like, like they're like, okay, we can't fit another 45 minutes in this. Was it in it like this? Didn't that seem kind of weird to you? The way it yeah. ended? Yeah. And, and, and the other thing is this, all right? Seriously, all you had to do was <laughs> uh, Martin Scorsese did Goodfellas, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, there's that montage scene where uh, oh, Ray Liotta, when uh, Ray Liotta and Joe Pesci uh, is going around whacking people left and right. They could have done that with Leo, knocked out 45 minutes of this fucking movie. <laughs> it's really fucking long, guys. And I don't, I don't know if it's because uh, Martin Scorsese is Martin Scorsese, and they're like, yes, sir, you know, whatever. Um, that's not to say I didn't like that. Did, I'm not going to say I didn't like this movie because I did. There's parts of that. Yeah, really. but this is the day and age 
where you're not going to get people to sit in a fucking theater for three hours, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, even Alfred Hitchcock said that the length of movie should not should not exceed the limits of a human bladder, which is yes, yeah, he's right. Um, and, and, I, and and look, some of these theaters have um, some of these theaters have uh, put intermission breaks in the middle of it, and now the studios are going after them for doing that. And to be honest, no, I think this is one of those movies that you can perfectly do that. There is a perfect stopping point where you could literally be like, all right, here's sentiment intermission, come back. Cause there is a certain spot in this movie right in the middle that you're kind of like, Oh, maybe he wasn't as, maybe that person wasn't as good as I thought they were. Oh, maybe that person. Oh shit. Like there's a flip of it where you're like, okay, this is nice. Everybody loves each other, blah, blah, blah. And then there's like a certain moment right in the middle of that, like right about that hour and a half, two hour mark where it was like, oh, no, they're all rotten pieces I, of shit. I, I, I do want to mention this is, the movie is based on the nonfiction book Cures the Fireman by David Gran. Um, yep. So that that's been a decade researching the material for his acclaimed book, Killer of the Flowers Moon, Oil, Money, Murder, and the Birth of the FBI. Which uh, uh, my dad tells a hell of a book. I didn't read it because I'm busy reading fiction right now. But um, but uh, I did see the movie and yeah, I, I like this movie. It's just really fucking long. And that's that's the, the there's a problem when you as someone you say yeah I liked it, but it was three hours and twenty six minutes long, not including previews, which means that and here here are some. Here's some greatest. Here's some great little facts I found about this movie mm-hmm. too. Are you ready? This is fact number one. In 2007, when he won the Academy Award for Best Director, Martin Scorsese said his in a speech that he hoped he would work with Leonardo DiCaprio for another 12 years. Upon this film's release, his wish was manifest. Because this movie is 12 hours long. 12 years long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> number two, Robert De Niro is 80. And the person he played was only 45. Yeah, so they... That they, means the guy he played, an 80-year-old man, <laughs> to look like a 45-year-old. Oh, he definitely did. Back then, he did look 80. Back then. Oh, okay, back then. So, yeah. like, literally, a guy who's a year older than me, <laughs> like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Was played by an 85-year-old man, that or an 80-year-old man. That's just messed up. Yeah. Now... Again, this is another one. DiCaprio was originally cast to play the FBI agent, Tom White. Played by Jesse Plymouth. Yeah. But then Scorsese changed the focus of the film to the relationship between Molly and Ernest, which is DiCaprio yeah. and um, Lily Gladstone. So DiCaprio jumped out. And what do you do when you don't have DiCaprio? You go get his lookalike, <laughs> Jesse Plymouth. I don't think like, but I will tell you, man, uh, for a second... I actually believed Ernest and uh, Molly's love until the shit that happened. Like, because they slowly reveal what happens. I'm not even in any way, but it's, it's, it's kind of it just it upset me in ways that I couldn't explain. And and guess when that was? When? What are about one hour and forty five? <laughs> perfect time to go pee. Kind of get that in your brain a little bit. Come back and be like, oh man, now I have a different thought on where this movie's going. Like but- that. I did. I did like the slow reveal, but it was too slow because it's no movie should ever be this long. And if you and I'm glad they didn't make it in two movies, but the, but you know whatever. This is. Uh, I mean, what is the only the only movie besides this 
Um, that was that long as what? Uh, Endgame? Uh, uh, maybe Irishman too as well. The Irishman. Yeah, but that was not at a theater. Irishman. Oh, you're right. Oh, they, they did see the theaters, but how long was Endgame? That's what I'm trying to tell you. That wasn't at a fucking theater. Where you could, where you, uh, Endgame was three hours and two minutes. And, um, uh, pushing it, but, um, towards the final minutes, three hours, 26 minutes. Um, here, here's one thing we do have to uh, put in there. Okay. Uh, this is a sad moment of the movie or a sad part of this entire film. Uh, the great uh, Osage uh, and Cherokee Indian, uh, Larry Sellers, this was his last movie mm. that he did. Uh, Larry Sellers uh, also did uh, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, uh, Wayne's World 2. He was the naked Indian spirit in oh, Wayne's yeah. World 2 and stuff like that. Uh, he is um, an Osage language instructor, and he was one of the instructors on this movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, he, he did Lightning Jack. He did uh, Son of the Morning Star, Assassination, uh, Four Sheets to the Wind. So he, he had a lot yeah, of good movies. He, he was non-Hans Jinga in this movie. That was and did you see the people, though? What do you mean? Did he go look for the people? Yeah. Like, here's one photo of everyone. Mm-hmm. This is everyone involved. <laughs> That's a 45-year-old man. <laughs> that is a 45-year-old. How he is that 45 possible? years old in that picture. Yeah, yeah. Here, here, one second. I got I got side-by-sides. Uh, where is that? Boom. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That is a 45-year-old. He had an 80-year-old man. <laughs> Played a forty-five-year-old man. Convincingly, I'll say. Convincingly. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's another side by side. That's that's pretty accurate. Actually. Jesse Plemons. Yeah. Hey, Jesse Plemons actually looks more like that dude than Leo. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Uh, here is uh, uh, um, Molly. They're both. Or, uh, and Lily. Molly. Um, they're both gorgeous. Burkhart and Lily Gladstone. They look pretty much close. Yeah. They're, they're in, in resemblance. Uh-huh. And the thing is. Um, another one. Here's Leo and Ernest. That's pretty, well, that's pretty close, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's it. But the other thing is too, okay, I gotta, I gotta mention this. Mm-hmm. All right. Throughout the movie, I don't know if Leo was because in the movie, his uncle is Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. but he kept on doing the Robert De Niro face the entire movie by the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. The squinting. Yeah. He did much of that. <laughs> And I was just like, dude, dude is like, really like he's turning into Robert De Niro. Like when Robert passes, we have him. He's right there. His name's Leo. So, so uh, you know, real quick, do the length of this movie and, uh, or, or the, even the content, would you recommend people and see this movie? Now I would not recommend them to see this in a theater. Are you at home though? Like when they can at home when this gets released, uh-huh. when this gets released, it's at home because the message is very clear. Uh-huh. It's uh kind of like what Watchmen the series uh-huh. uh did with uh Black Wall Street yeah. here in Tulsa. Yeah, it made public to everybody. Hey, look, this is shit that you whiteies did again. Yeah, yeah, and you guys don't need to act like you're high and powerful because be honest. You are a shitty human beings. Um, this is literally a story. Literally, these people realize they fucked up. So the only way they could go is by fucking everybody. To like, I mean, how do you sacrifice your whole entire life to go fuck someone just so you can steal their money and their land? That is the most fucked up story. I, I don't. I don't. 
I, I'm sorry that I'm saying the F-bomb so much. I usually don't. But, I mean. Oh, yeah, because everyone cares. <laughs> well, I know. But, like, literally, it's just, like, I I am not. I just, I, it is, it's a story that needs to be seen. Yeah. It needs to be right there in everybody's face uh, that a bunch of Republicans just try to steal all Native Americans land and by screwing their brains out. So uh, I do think that if you like Scorsese and you, you want to spend, and you have four hours to spend in the movie theater, I'd recommend you go see it. If not, this program is fine to wait for home. It's a long ass movie. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I do think it was masterfully directed. This is great. Uh, I thought the cinematography was great. I think that everything Scorsese does uh, great is exhibited in this movie, but it is really long. I think he needs a different editor, maybe. I can't, I, I, you can't sit there and complain about a four hour long or three and a half hour long comic book movie and then make a three hour and a half movie. <laughs> all right, you can't do that, bro. You can't. You can't. All and right? I'm still mad at you for I, that. I'm the, the, well, I'm just mad that like this whole argument against comic book movies and blah blah blah. Look, dude, guess what? That's all art. People created everything behind me. Everything, Chris. Yeah. Are you there? I'm here. Okay, you're, you you kind of you froze up. Yeah, this thing was falling on me. So. Yeah, but anyway, um, literally, this is all art. Everything behind me. Uh, if you guys, I know you're not visually watching. Uh, people are listening. I have nothing but comic books. I have, I got action figures. I have, I have movie stuff. I have pro wrestling stuff. All that is art. It is art. Someone wrote that. Someone took time to create that from the ground, from their mind. Mm-hmm. That is art. And for anybody to ever, especially a man who read someone else's fucking book. And then made a movie about it. Go in there and yell at these motherfuckers for making shit based on their stuff. Fuck that. I don't like that. If you're an artist, you can't diss other people's art just because you don't like it. Right. You can't do that. You can be like, hey, that's not my thing. That might be your thing, but that's not my thing. But don't, you know, don't do not do that. Don't be that guy. Uh, I knew we got quotes ready for this. Oh, you damn straight. I got 17 pages okay, worth. Okay, uh, well, uh, try to condense it. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I don't have 17 pages. Okay. I condensed it when I was watching the movie, dude. I was like, all right, that's a good one. I'm just yeah. going to let that go. This is a cattle ranch. No oil here. No oil means no stress. Here, money flows freely. Oh, I do like that money, sir. Oh, man, you keep that thing uh, wrapped out uh, out there? I won't be trouble, sir. I won't do stupid things. She is not only beautiful, she is a full blood estate. The must been engine for handsome that must been it that must been engine for handsome devil. <clears throat> we finally found a new and stranger land. It's called Oklahoma. That made me laugh so hard. Come on. Yeah, I, I know it's serious in the movie, but man, that made me laugh really hard. Um, did you just call me a coyote? Chris, I don't like risk whiskey. I love whiskey. <laughs> uh, you would never know that. Oh, no, not that one. 
Uh, you think I open my legs for any man? These people are bums. We can't go to the government to help us. We can't go to the state of Oklahoma to help us. Why Why would they do that? Uh, we were here before them. The Osage cannot die. If the Osage is dying, you do not die alone. You take them with you. Mm-hmm. I love money. I just love money so much. I love money more damn near and more than my wife. (laughs) Honey, with that, you're going to try to wake the kids up. (laughs) This blanket is a target on our backs. I have a lot of friends, which means I have a lot of attorneys. You have a better chance of convicting a guy for killing a dog than an Indian. Just a statement, innocent. Just a statement, innocent. Innocent as a newborn baby. How did the jail escape go? Well, hell, I'm sitting here talking to you. (laughs) True crime stories, right? To you. True crime stories right to you from the desk of the one and only J. Edgar Hoover. That's it. All right. Uh, my, which is one is new. All right. I want you all to know this. This is because this movie is three and a half hours long. Still going to give it a 4.2. Mm-hmm. If it was 45 minutes less, I could have almost gave this a perfect five. Yeah. But, man, you can't bitch about other movies being too long and being too much. And then you make a movie that is too long. I'm going to go 4.2 as well. Like you said, this could use some editing. Lots of it. But uh, it's a story that needs to be told. It's also masterfully told. And it it packs a punch. It makes you think. All right. um, So, Neil. What is the audience score for Killers of the Fire Moon? 63%. 84%. There's 84%. The, I thought they were going to be because of the length. Yeah, I thought they were going to go down because of the length. Here's the audience says they have actually audience uh, thing on this. Strong acting, gorgeous cinematography, and a powerful story keeps Killers of the Fire Moon engrossing in spite of its slower pace and extreme length. All right, you know, what is the critic score for Killers of the Fire Moon? 91. Uh, certified fresh in 93%. Ah, I was off by two. Gosh dang it. Why am I always like off by two anymore? Uh-huh. I used to hit them on the mark all, like every week. Criticism Census says, Normous and runtime theme and achievement, Killers of the Fire Moon is a sobering appraisal of America's relationship with indigenous peoples and yet another artistic zenith for Martin Scorsese and his collaborators. All right, I'm going to review a bad review and a good review. Uh, this is from uh, David Newstar of Real Film Reviews. He says, a palpable misfire that could, could most certainly should have topped out at around two hours, which is, you know, whatever. And then this is, uh, everyone else is sucking the Dixie movie. Um, this is uh, from uh, Max Weiss of the Baltimore Magazine. Uh, he says, yes, the film was three and a half hours. What's so impressive about it is how Scorsese manages to inject urgency into even small moments. So, uh, a lot of people like this movie. Uh, you know, like you just fine. 
Um, so uh, next week, uh, that, that thing that I would say about it, if you guys w- w- can't hold your piss, I guess just wait till it comes to your house. That's fine by me. Um, uh, next week, we're doing The Killer, and we're doing uh, The Marvels, because I, I know Neil's excited about at least one of those. Um, and uh, Man, I had all these background pictures. I didn't use a single one of them. It's okay. I only used the one that – this was a field in Oklahoma with an oil <laughs> rig that's right in the middle of us. Yeah. But like this is the city that the the movie was in, that is now still standing. Like man, I there's the Osage Nation. Like when you're going in, and this is the old photos of the people in the movie. Cool. Yeah, like I used, I had all these, and I'm like, I didn't even use one. Oh, except for the one, whatever. Anyway, I quit. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this is a good movie. Again, like Chris said, uh, definitely uh, this is one of those movies you wait to the end. You wait till it comes out, bro. Because to be honest, unless you want to sit in a theater and and that's okay, it's cool if you want to sit in a theater in the dark alone watching this movie for hours. That's awesome. Because guess what? Me and Chris do that constantly. (laughs) Kind of our thing. It's kind of one of our hobbies. Like all these other hobbies I have, I still have the hobby that I like to be secluded in a movie theater watching a movie by myself. Like just for watching, hours. Watching a movie with anyone else by yourself. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. There's times that you know that, that there's tons of other people and stuff like that. But like, there's other times that man, I'm not gonna lie. I love nothing more than being in a theater by myself, watching a movie on the big screen, IMAX, whatever. It's okay. just amazing. All right, you can find some online movies on Suck.net. We're w2mnet.com. That's a uh, w number two Amazon movies net.com. You'll find us there along with a bunch of other really cool podcasts. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash news on suck podcast. One Twitter MTS podcast. One Insta, uh, yeah, the Instagram MTS podcast. And we're also a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash news on suck. You'll find our stuff there. Uh, go to bonfire.com slash news on suck and something to do. You'll find a cool little shirts with a logo and other stuff Neil's made. Uh, if you're listening to on the Facebook on that page, if you watch us on YouTube and subscribe, subscribe. And honestly, if you're listening to us on any podcast app, hit that little subscribe button. And whenever this is uploaded, you'll get waiting for you with a big, nice audio hook from uh, Neil and I. All right, dude. What do we do for small, small businesses? You got a small business, let us know. We'll put your information right here on the podcast. Your your information out there for our thousands of listeners, our million of followers, because we want to help you just like you help us. Are you good? Yeah, let's do it. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. I remember, guys, if you need a good lawyer in life or you just need a movie to teach you the lessons of life, Sometimes you just need to pick up a book and realize what the true history of our nation is. Have a good night.